0: And now it's time for some quirky news. And again, I'm joined by Errol Smith and Brian
1: Smith, a gentleman back to the future. Errol, I think you can start us with a story. Mm. Well, if you've ever wanted to go back in time to 1982, DeLorean is going to let you. They're going back to the future and restarting production again of its iconic gullwing sports car. But it's the same car as it was then because they still have all the same bits they never sold them all originally. When it, when DMC went bust, expect to pay though the rather futuristic sum of about hundred thousand US for one, depending on which engine you get. Is this Back to the Future, or is it just cashing in on? Uh,
2: well, they a were never a good car. car, were they?
1: No, no. They
0: were.
1: Well, a I, car. I
0: liked the look of them. I just thought they had a simple design. Well, they
1: were distinctive because they had a stainless steel body that was unpainted. Mm goldwing so shell, yeah, and they had the goldwing doors, yeah.
0: and they broke down.
1: And of course, nobody would know that they existed ex- except for you know the automotive movie. historians. The movie. If it wasn't for the Back to the Future movie franchise, of course,
0: the that, sort of kit cars of you, know, you can buy old cars that have you know you can buy an old Jaguar c-type it's just that it was never built by the factory it's now built by Monster, possibly with decent brakes and things in it yeah At electricals the, but they're mm, not doing electric. that
1: in this case <laughs>
0: do you mean good electricals or actual electrical electricals. Actual
1: electricals. <laughs> so
2: yeah. the company that's going to make them has a bunch of the um the real cars don't they
1: yeah they've got original parts that weren't weren't sold mm. including body shells and engines and the whole bit so they're just going to chuck them together and start selling them again. Apparently, there's been some obscure changes in U.S. Uh, automotive regulations that basically allow them to sell a car that wouldn't meet modern specs in any way. Um, so, yeah, they sort of they sort of slipped through the gate a bit. Yeah, It's interesting. On it is road. a back to the future in terms of, you know, like about 20
2: years, isn't it? So oh, yeah. uh, whether people will, will actually That's buy 30, them and drive
1: them. 30 years, yeah, yeah, since the movie. Oh, it's the yeah.
0: whole, whole principle of having an, a, a historic car. It's got nothing to do with modern technology, even though, of course, it was meant to be a car of the future and powered by special stuff and so on. It's, it's not that at all. It is a, an image of a time, of a movie, of a, of a culture, of mm. a
1: mm. pop icon. They, they reckon they've got enough parts to, to make about 300 replica cars. And the first one will be on the road by 2017. Where they keep all that stuff? There's a lot of space in the US, David. But, what, Someone's the got un- a really big shed out the back.
0: The only thing is, everyone who owns a genuine new, you know, bought new DeLorean is now quaking in their, their boots because spare parts are not going to be available.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, why, why didn't DeLorean sell all the parts to pay creditors when they went bust?
0: Well, I was going to say, I presume once they make some profits, they'll pay back the British government and other
2: creditors. (laughs) Good idea.
0: Actually, you know, when BMC packed it up in Australia, someone made an absolute killing. He bought every one of those starter motors for about, you know, uh, 10 bob each or something or other, and then uh, BMC suddenly realised that they actually had to keep spare parts and had to buy them back off them for about... (laughs) five or ten pounds or something. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Now, here's the story. I love the fact that what is common sense uh, is not always right. And in transport, there are some classic examples. Teaching young people to advance driver training proved to be a disaster. It did not only not do any good, it actually made them more dangerous. Telling kids passionately, you could die when you drive on the road, particularly telling young boys seems like a good idea, didn't do a thing. Didn't change them at all. Some further research showed that if they said you could kill your friend, that did prove effective. But the double-decker trains are said to carry a lot more people. Yes, but you can't get them on and off at station, so the capacity of a rail line, in some people's opinion, is better if, if you have single-decker trains. I just like the idea that something that might seem logical in, to do with transport isn't true, and now they've mm. proved that if you're on escalators and you're walking up them, so you're adding to the effort of the escalator, that, in fact, does not increase capacity. Brian, is, you're, a, you're a transport planner. Is this um... this
2: is so unintuitive isn 't it David yes. that uh, you know the, the, the capacity of the of an escalator is is driven by a lot of things, and one of the big, biggest elements is people 's reluctance to stand close to other people, and so you know people on escalators even when they 're standing on the escalator, will leave uh, at least one step between them and the person in front and and you know they, they really don 't like to squeeze up so if, in my view has been that having one uh, lane moving is uh, is more effective. That uh, particularly, it's good at clearing the queue at the end of the escalator uh, as people move off. So um, this it, it seems unintuitive, but I'd would lo- love to see um, the the study results to try and understand how they've modelled this. But uh, you know, certainly if you if you get people to stand on every step. Um, then, yes, you'll be able to shift a lot of people. But I, I'm just not sure human behaviour will accord terribly well with uh, with this idea.
0: Yeah, people to actually do it is, is another thing altogether. Of course, Brian, the, if you increase the speed of traffic uh, over a particular threshold, you don't increase the capacity, you don't increase the number of cars that get down the road for that similar reasons.
1: Mm, spread out, spread out more. Yeah, mm. yes. Yeah, yeah. so need it,
2: more space between them.
0: It doesn't matter how fast they're passing you. If there are big gaps between cars, then you're getting less peop- less cars, less vehicles down the road. Indeed. And so that's why uh, Sydney Council said they're going to lower the speed limit in order to c- increase the Improves number capacity. Of, uh, which yeah, I think so- was a bit spurious because bugger all were getting through. You know, and, yes. and, and you can't decrease it to zero. You know, there is... Uh, what's the speed? Some say it's 80. I think, I think Brian, you more talk about 56 kilometres an Yeah, away. I
2: think it's something like that which gives you the... Because of the close headways,
1: it gives you the best throughput. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Errol, I think you have a story for us? You- uh, well, the police in Norfolk have been on a long-distance police chase with speeds not exceeding 50 kilometres an hour. Crossing two counties, a stolen tractor kept police at bay for a couple of hours, taking six patrol cars and a helicopter to pursue the meager farm equipment worth not much more than about forty thousand pounds and How did it end when the uh driver gave up and abandoned the tractor is it is it worth the worth the investment to pursue a bit of farm equipment David? What do you think? I-
0: it doesn't speak of the great competence of not being able to stop a tractor. Well, the other question is, what are you going to do once you get the helicopter over it? Uh, mm.
2: But I guess the, the tractor it? can travel cross country in a oh, way that many police cars oh, can't. Right. And I wondered about that. I wondered whether uh, you know it was a bit of a cross country chase it, through hedges and such like, where. Uh, uh, you know, it might be difficult for the police to, first of all, pursue it, but also to then work out based on the roads that are available where they could intercept it. Uh, it just it seems to be the helicopter is uh, pretty impotent. They need to have uh, some kind of um, uh, device on there to slow it down. You know, perhaps uh, you know they could drop um, uh, corn in front of it, and uh, in hopes that the driver would immediately
1: begin ploughing or something like that. <laughs> Some hay bales. Yes, <laughs>
0: he he almost crashed into a house when he reached a dead end. I've got to say, he's probably not a great driver if he's going to run out of control in a tractor that can only do fifty kilometres an hour.
2: It's probably lucky it didn't roll on top of him. That's how a lot of farmers get killed. Get killed.
0: Mm, indeed. And finally, Brian, I, I, uh, there's a story you have for us.
2: Certainly, David. This is a, uh, a horrifying dairy-related violence story. So, uh, you know, if you've got any small children, please send them into another room. So uh, if you want to see what, uh, what America would look like, I suppose, if there were no guns uh, and the criminals only had access to things like yoghurt, um, then uh, the, the West Country uh, town of Sherbourne in Dorset in England is the model you want to aim for. So there's a, a, a drive-by um, yogurt chucker on the loose who's uh, thrown yogurt at uh, a lady, Alison Nerton, who was uh, trying to open her um, haberdashery shop to uh, do a crochet class when uh, a a near miss by a pot of yogurt slammed into the the door in front of her. Um, First she thought it was an egg, uh, but then she realised it was yogurt all over the door, pavement and wall of the shop entrance. Now, police, uh, I believe, were alerted. Sprang into action, um, chasing a, a convertible car with its roof down, uh, which the lady saw disappearing um, after the hideous incident. Um, and uh, later on, the, outside the, the Crown pub on the same night, another yogurt pot was found. So, David, will nothing stop these madmen?
0: Yes, I think you know, no, what this clearly shows, and the Americans know this uh, uh, in clear principle everyone has to carry yogurts now. <laughs>
2: That's right, David. Uh, I, my first thought was we need to ban yogurt. Then, of course, if we ban yogurt, then only criminals will have yogurt.
0: Isn't there something in the American Constitution that gives you freedom of yogurt? Yes. It's dairy a, products?
2: But you have to be a member of a well-regulated um, dairy yes, for yes, that, I yes. think.
1: <laughs> you have to join but, uh, the, join the uh, NYA. Yeah, <laughs> buy a, a milk bar. <laughs>
0: But yes, I love the story. The picturesque Dorset market town of Sherbourne was left reeling this week after an unknown party committed two unprovoked yogurt attacks on unsuspecting members of the public. <laughs> Dorset's a fun town, isn't it? Clearly, clearly. Yeah. I like
1: how she thought it was an egg and, uh, at first, but then she realised it was yogurt. Well, egg is obviously she's been egged before yeah, and they've so moved she, up to yogurt. She wasn't afraid of the egg anymore. They had to step it up a notch.
2: <laughs> ah, but she collapsed, didn't she, when she realised it was yogurt. She's now, you know, the whole town is under
1: lockdown. I, I think eggs do a lot more damage, don't they, in general? Especially to paint. Um, well, they they sort of stick and things, don't they? How, yes.
0: Uh, I, I don't know. Yogurt, it can make it look like it's block out or something, doesn't it? You just
2: Oh, true, but, I mean, there's all that acidophilus, which is then, you know, uh, at ground zero, anything could happen. <laughs> Uh, but that's good, good bacteria, isn't it? I, I don't know. The only good bacteria, David, is dead bacteria.
0: <laughs> Unless you want to live. But the, tr- the trouble is, of course, if you work out a policy that gets rid of the yogurt chucker, what replaces it? See, this is what's happened. They've probably banned guns, you know, for, for some mm-hmm. you know, obscene reason. They've banned guns. But so people take up yogurt. See, you've, yeah. they've got no exit plan.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah, the, it's, that's the problem. They just end up, um, you know, it's like a gateway thing, isn't it? Mm. The, the yogurt first, what could be next? Sour cream? Yeah. Yeah, Ice so, cream. Yeah. Mm.
0: Mm. <laughs> See, uh, I, I think Richard Dawkins uh, has this problem in his God myth uh, problem. He loves John Lennon's record, um, you know, Imagine, imagine There's No. No religion, but what would it put in its place? See, America, a significant number of people believe that wrestling, world championship wrestling, is, is real. real.
1: Yes, uh, yes,
0: and a lot of people argue about that. So, if you get rid of the yoghurt people, what, who's going to take their place?
1: Oh well, yeah, anything um, could happen. There's hmm. a big, big questions, David.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we cover all the philosophical things that uh, see. Well, what you've got to do, obviously, is ban cars.
1: Yes, because they could be used to throw yoghurt. Yes that's good ban, ban convertibles at least well, well, bicycles next bicycles next utilities uh, you know, people in the
2: uh, uh, we're we're living in fear here at uh somebody's been throwing newspapers, <laughs> Gee, David, once a week, I hear it slapping onto the onto the footpath outside the house, and I worry that you know what could happen if I'm out there you know <laughs> ban newspapers. <laughs> Ban the media.
0: That's what we should do. Oh, gentlemen, isn't it wonderful to cover all the significant issues as prompted by the wonderful world of motoring and transport. Errol Smith and Brian Smith, thank you for your time. You're welcome,
2: David.